about a year down the road, you um, you're taking on a, a new line of work. It's not so much work as it is like a work passion. It's a little bit of both. Is this a day job or no? It's more of a night job. It's like a night gig. You do most of your heavy lifting, we'll call it. Most of your heavy lifting happens at night, in the evening hours. A lot of weekends. There's a lot of nights and weekends. Right off the bat, I'm not crazy about that. You would think so, but you love it. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. You you would think that like nights and weekends, like you're not you're not doing a lot of comedy anymore, because you you found a path in life and you fucking took it, brother. Wow. You were presented with a crossroads where you're like, you can continue to be Rob Gagnon, who's like a very funny comedian and a a wonderful host and a charming entertainer, or you can fall into something that you've always wanted to be a part of. Okay. And you took the leap. All right. And and, uh, how does, uh, does everyone agree? Uh, That's my, my first thought is just like, do people say like, oh boy, what a fool. I can't believe he's done no, this. People, I guess it doesn't matter to me. People like even if people did have an opinion, you really wouldn't care. You are so driven by the singular fact that you found the thing that makes you complete. Sweet. And okay. you tell you tell like your your family, your friends, everybody, you're like, this is my path in life. I have chosen the divine road that I will travel on. And they're like, Rob, that's kind of strange. And you're like, I don't fucking care. This is it. You figured it out. You've unlocked the secret to your universe. What What am I doing? You are going to be a semi-professional trivia player. Trivia? Yes. Oh, yeah. no, yeah. man. Oh, you, um, no. You have a plan. You're going to go town to town hustling people at trivia nights. Knights of Columbus Halls, look out. This sounds so stressful. These, you know? Those people are not fun. They're not always fun, these trivia. They're people. not always fun. Okay. But they are always interesting. And I love it. And I love it. And you know what? And I love it. I keep forgetting. And you and love I it. love it. You love it. And your family, like your family and friends are happy to see you like really get into it. You start out small. You start out going to like Applebee's, you know? <laughs> Yeah. You start out like on your half price appetizer night, you know, the, the, two dollar draft night. You know the ones, the small circuit. Yeah, they call it the small circuit. Yeah. Uh, here in Texas, they have the small circuit of trivia, and then they have the big circuit of trivia. And you're on the small circuit. Every every trivia night in Texas has to register with the Texas Trivia Association. Mm-hmm. It was founded in 1962 by Florence Gerbert. Uh huh. You might know her as uh, Queen Flo. Mm. She was the best trivia player in the history of Texas. And she wanted to bring some grace and class and organization to uh, God's great game, as she said. So she created trivia uh, is God's great game. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Boy. So she created the Texas Trivia <laughs> Association and every trivia, every trivia night in Texas has to register. If they find an underground trivia game going on somewhere, uh, they will cut your family into pieces. Like they don't fuck around, dude. They don't fuck around. And how? What? Uh, now this sounds like you. It would make even conversation very hard. It, 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 how hard and fast are they playing with with these? What constitutes a trivia? So six like? weeks ago, in Seguin, Texas, 
uh, there was a uh, like a makeshift trivia night. It was like a, a makeshift like fundraiser for a local um a makeshift trivia night. Yeah, it was like I mean it was like a home spot. It wasn't like an organized thing. There was like a family like a, a mom who was a, a like a football team mom. They're raising money for like cleats and stuff. And she had she had a bake sale and they were having a trivia night and she didn't register with the Texas Trivia Association. As they were handing out like the the last door prize, it was a 55 inch RCA TV. Oh, it was pretty nice. Uh, these poor folks they got it, they got it donated. Local business donated it. It was like the big dog prize. You know what I mean? It's the prize you fucking stick around it's for. It's the one you're doing last for yeah, good reason. One hundred percent. So they were they were announcing the prize. Uh, they announced the prize that they award it, and then as soon as like she hands the TV off, the Texas Trivia Association cops come in. They kick the doors down, and they're like, "Brenda Murphy, is this a trivia night?" And you could see just the color drain from her face. Oh no! And she started crying, and she just nodded her head. And the the Texas trivia cops just looked at her, and they go, "All right, guys, break it up." And everybody just fucking scattered. <sighs> Next day, they bulldozed that house down. Nobody ever heard from Brenda again. So they don't fuck around, dude. Oh no! Texas trivia association does not fuck around. And is this publicized? Oh yeah, Texas trivia monthly. It's a Texas trivia magazine that comes out every month. Are it's pretty pr- self-explanatory. Are they proud? Are they proud? Yeah, dude. You, I mean, it's it's Texas. You know, do they, they think it's funny? No, they don't oh, think okay. it's funny at all. Okay. If you ask them, like, hey, is this like a joke? They get real fucking serious. Ooh. They go, are you asking me a trivia question right now? Oh, and then they okay. pull out like a nightstick. Like they get real fucking intense. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know. Okay. They're like I could I could constantly toot this as as a trivia night. You're because you're asking me a question. They yep. get real in your shit about it. Okay, so you know not to ask them like, hey, is this a joke? Okay, yeah. So you're doing some small circuit stuff, right? You're doing Applebee's. There's a there's a crab restaurant there called Crabbing at Joe's. <laughs> Crabbing yeah. at Joe's. Crabbing at Joe's. Um, it's pretty obvious what they're doing. You know, they've got a trivia night there. <laughs> So you're like doing the small circuit and you're crushing it. You're a one man wrecking crew. You're going so up. Are against, other people playing on teams and I'm yeah. just one guy? You, you you're by yourself. Sit like a savant just sitting there. Every every trivia night you go to, you wear um you look like the Unabomber. You you like you have like a hood up and you have like those big glasses on and you always just kind of have like stubble. You know, and people are like, who the fuck is this guy? And then you just clean their goddamn clocks. Like they don't know what hit them. Am I ordering anything? You order a water with one ice cube, no lemon. If you find a lemon in it, you're breaking the glass. That's what you tell the bartender every single time. Oh, boy. It's almost like I'm asking them. I'm almost daring them to put a lemon in there by bringing it up. Like they probably would not put a lemon in there. Nobody's done it yet. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, nobody's done it yet. But I'm not full of it. I would do it. You 100%. Okay. Every time they bring the water, you you sniff it, and then you lick the rim of the glass just to make sure they didn't, like, rub it down with lemon. <laughs> yeah. You know? and you. But you're yeah. prepared. You've okay. got the glass in one hand, and you've got brass knuckles in the other. Like, you're ready to fuck somebody's world. <laughs> I'm going to smash out. it into my own hand? No, you're going to break oh, the okay. glass, and you're going to knock that bartender out. Oh, you're ready to commit assault. <laughs> Right. You are. I'm telling you, you are so driven. You're not here to fuck around. God, it would really fuck up my plan. If somebody were to put 11 in there, I would have to yeah. forfeit that night. Probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where we'll go from there, but you know, you got, you got plans. You okay. got like an escape route. Yeah. 
I mapped it out. Yeah. So you're doing some small circuit stuff. You're cleaning house, right? One night you're at a uh, a small circuit show. It's a craft fair. Yeah. In a Catholic church called Our Holy Brother. Mm-hmm. And Our Holy Brother, um, they spell it H O L E Y. And for a long time, people were like, hey, why did you spell it that way? And nobody could ever answer them. It was just a fuck up, you know? <laughs> were they ashamed? Oh, man, it's Catholic. Yeah, they are so ashamed. <laughs> oh, so ashamed. Man. But they're also, like, not willing to spend the money to make it right. They're doubling know? down. Yeah. Very Catholic of yeah. them. <laughs> every, every Sunday, the, <laughs> the priest stands up. He goes, thank you for coming to our holy brother. We know about the sign. Oh wow! Yeah, so, so they so they keep bringing it up. They address it at the beginning of every single service. Oh, they're really doing it to themselves. Yeah. This is like a, a social lashing they're yeah. giving themselves every time. They have um, the original mock-up of the flag will spell correctly. They have it on embroidered on a giant like tapestry behind, like in the, at the very back. Like it's very prominently centered. Just underneath it is Christ on a cross. Like it's like right above Christ. You know. Mm. So he's like, that's what it should have been every single time. He like makes it very clear. <laughs> so you're you're doing a small circuit show, our holy brother, and you are just once again cleaning house. And I look like the Unabomber again. I've yeah. got my glasses. Well, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you're doing well. You don't miss a single question. And you haven't missed a question at a trivia night in probably the last six months. You're on a tear. It's just like it's bang, bang, bang. You know, you're taking you. You have so many gift cards. You know what I mean? <laughs> you probably have forty five hundred dollars worth of like fast casual gift cards just laying around. What's my wallet situation? I mean, you're doing fine. <laughs> okay, but like I like I'm able to keep track of these things, or I'm not even oh, yeah. worried about it. Yeah, I mean, you you have a system at yeah. home. You got a you have a tackle box. You keep them all in. Okay. You organize them by color. I don't know why, but uh <laughs> seems like maybe where and then the valuation. No. But you do things your own way. I'm not going to fuck with you. You're pretty yeah. set in your ways. When I need something, I know where to you go. You know exactly where yeah, it is. I know yeah. where to go. Yeah. I've got my system. Yeah, you got your system, it works for you. Yeah. So you're at our holy brother cleaning house. And afterwards they have like a they got like a buffet, you know, it's like uh thank you for, you know taking part and they, they feed you, they have like a muscacholi and you know what I mean? Like roasted meats, mm. a lot of aluminum pans. Everything's like sitting on top of Sterno, just like a Catholic school church buffet. Solid. Solid. Better Solid. than you thought it would have been. You know, uh-huh. you found a couple things you liked. You went back once. You didn't feel bad about it. You're not going to let it ruin your night. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You just kicked everybody's ass in this game. I've taken what's mine. What you, what you have deserved, yeah. what you deserved. So you sit down, you have like a, like roasted chicken, some mashed potatoes. You got a, a yeast roll. There's honey butter at the table. Oh, there's honey butter yeah. at the table. Mm-hmm. Is there enough of it? Oh yeah. Oh, so yeah. I don't even have to be, I can be garish with it. I yeah. can go crazy with this yeah. honey butter. Oh, they say boy. that before, before the, before the, there's like a prayer before everybody eats and they go, uh, enjoy the honey butter. It was donated by Donaldson's honey butter farm. <laughs> They're one of our sponsors this year. If you need honey butter, go to Donaldson's. Uh, I'm supposed to read. We promise it's not full of ants. They wanted us to tell you guys that. Because the year before, there was a, another competing honey butter farm mm. called Jarvis's Honey Butter. Mm-hmm. And one of they ran like an attack ad on Donaldson's. And they're like, don't buy that. It's full of ants. 
You know, they're doing a similar thing <laughs> that the Catholic Church is doing by yeah. just calling out yeah. a thing that they really could move on from. They yeah. could both use some some PR. Yeah, they could both use, but you know, what are you going to do? It's corporate right. America, it's church. So Donald's <laughs> yeah. honey butter. They're trying to get back in like the public's good graces. So they're sponsoring events like this. You know, uh, they sponsored like a, uh, they sponsored a, a family from Guatemala. You know, they, they put them up in a house. You know, they, they set them up with a, like a local family and all this. Okay. Uh, they, they sponsored uh, new NASCAR night at the mall. New NASCAR is a thing that they do uh, all over Texas now. Is where they just take like mall parking lots and they make little racetracks. And they have people bringing like go-karts and they just drive around. It's pretty dangerous. It's kind of like a backyard underground thing, but it's in a mall parking lot, so everybody can see it. Are, the, are these abandoned malls or these are No, these are active malls. malls. These are active malls. Yeah, you don't want to get caught doing this at an abandoned mall. <laughs> but but at, a, but at an active mall, it's it's yeah. sanctioned. Are they set helping to set this up? Or is it oh, yeah, there's like an organization. I mean, oh, the okay. malls hate it. But, um, you know, <laughs> they have no choice. I mean, it's going to happen, dude. You know what I mean? People are going to yeah. come play new NASCAR in your mall parking lot. <laughs> oh, boy. You know, so uh, you're at you're uh, you sit down, you sit down to eat lunch after just cleaning house. At the small circuit trivia day and a man sits across from me at the table and he goes impressive showing lately. Mm. He's a thin man. Older, probably in his. uh Man, I would say mid-70s. He has silky white hair. It's combed straight back. It goes down to the middle of his back. And it's cut. It's just a perfect line. Like it was just cut. He's wearing sunglasses indoors. He's got on pants that are just a little too short. Boat shoes. He's wearing a light summer jacket. A toothpick points out of his mouth. And you almost get the feeling like the toothpick is looking at you. Like you can see like when you move, it, it follows you. You know what I mean? Like eyes on a painting. Ooh. That's unsettling. Yeah. Would you say anything to him? To this man? Yeah. He's not said anything to me? He said, he said good, good showing lately. He said good showing lately. He says, I, I've got my eye on you. I would say, uh, and I don't believe this to be true, but mm -hmm. I would say, oh, I've noticed you. He goes, no, you didn't. <laughs> he kind of peers over his sunglasses when he says it. Uh, uh -oh. He knows you didn't fucking see him. Uh, he knows like that this. he can't be like seen. I don't like this at all. This guy doesn't seem like... Uh, he doesn't seem like he has my best interest at heart. I don't know. What would you say to him? Uh, I would say, uh, all right, what do you want? Just tell me what you want. He goes, I want to set you up on a, on a big circuit trivia team. What's the catch? He goes, Oh, I'm, I'm a manager of a big circuit trivia team. I'm going to final, I'm going to bring you up to the big leagues. He goes, how many gift cards do you have in a tackle box sitting underneath your desk in your house? What, you think, what you think color? You're the, you think you're the first one I've come across? Talk to Marty Martison. 
Marty Martison was at my birthday party. I know the man well. He goes, oh, he's been drinking a lot. That's the only reason why he'd be there. Marty Martison was once the most successful big time, like big circuit trivia man. And uh, he goes on to tell you that when he found him, he was just drunk in his apartment, clutching onto a tackle box full of gift cards. It's a curse. He goes, look, I want to bring you into the big time. He goes, I've seen your showing here. I saw when you when you were at Frank's Bait and Tackle. When you won their trivia night. You won a $7 gift card for minnows. What are you going to do with minnows? You don't even fish. He goes, I saw you when you were at the Applebee's up on 45th. He goes, yeah, you came in first. But some lady shit her pants in the parking lot. Like, what are you doing? This is small circuit stuff. I want to take you to the big time. I don't know why. I don't know why I do it. Maybe it's the Russia winning. He goes, am I gonna, what's, he goes, I gonna... what's the point in winning against these these plebes? <laughs> it feel it feels I like to see their sad faces, to be honest. I he, like he, to, I he like reaches to across he grabs you by your lapel and he goes, Don't you want to win, kid? <laughs> I tell him that I'll play but I'm not so sure about playing on a team because you have to play on a team, big circuits team. It was every fucking idiot knows that. <laughs> well, who are these folks? I'm going to have to play on a team with He goes, I got a team for you. We're called the brains of Babylon. <laughs> and that name's locked in. <laughs> 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 he looks at you over his glasses and he goes locked in uh, well I, I i say well why would i join your team and not some other team i mean i'm sure there's other guys like you at these things spotting me i know they're not seeing anyone else winning these things he goes look kid i've been doing this a long time I worked with Sid Silverton. Okay. I worked with Megan Muldoon. I worked with Carnival Phil. Car- Carnival <laughs> Carnival Phil was at my breast. He goes, he goes, Carnival Phil wouldn't show his face anywhere near your cock. Oh. He was, and Carnival Phil was a guy who, uh, he was the guy at the Carnival who played the Guess My Weight game, and he never got it wrong. And the guy just had an intuition. like, this guy knows things. And man, he was a great trivia player. He focused more on like uh, pop culture and and history and science. Those are his big three topics, his big three categories. But uh, he did okay in other areas as well. I mean, how much tougher is the... I mean, am I going to have to have a specialty? How much tougher is the, the big circuit really? Because I don't know. Circuit? We've never seen you really tested before at these pissant, small circuit, <laughs> All right. well, rinky dink... There's not ants in our honey butter. There's not ants in our piss, sir. He goes, where I come from, you can see the honey and the butter get mixed together at the same time. You have to worry about ants. Okay. He goes, you come up to the big circuit, we'll treat you right. All right. He goes, okay. First meet is in two weeks. It's at the uh, Georgia (laughs) Dome. The Georgia Dome? The Georgia Dome in, in Atlanta, Georgia. Is this former home of the NFL Falcons? Is this like a standard? (laughs) Is this standard uh, like a big circuit 
venue because this is yeah. a little large. Is this the kind of thing I'm going to be doing all the time? He goes, if you're worth your salt, yeah. <sighs> all right. I'm up for it. I'll do it. So the next week you go to Georgia, you go for the, the Georgia Cup. It's the one of the most prestigious statewide trivia competitions in the United States. And uh, you meet your team, the Brains of Babylon. <laughs> it's you and three other people. Are we dressed the same? You're all wearing bright white jumpsuits with a giant squid, the front of a uh, squid coming from your genitals. And when you look on your where your butt is, it's the back end of a squid. It's like a squid is bursting through your butthole through your genitals. It's like like it's swimming from your butthole through your body coming out of your genitals. Like a Six Flags Looney Tune effect where yes. Tasmanian devils tearing through my shirt, my yeah, body, just ripping, on ripping one through side it. and the other. Yeah. Other than I that, exactly other than that, it's bright white. Why? Why are we doing that? It doesn't seem like it would really. Because in the, on the when you're on the big circuit, all the teams have uniforms. Are they also, uh, you know, out there? It seems. I mean, some of them are. Pretty... Some of them. You see one where it's just like, uh, like skin tight nude suits, <laughs> to where they're wearing like a, it's they're wearing like uh, a leotard that looks just like their nude body. Like that's made from a scan of their nude body. So it's pretty much exactly what they look like nude, but it's a leotard. So they're allowed to wear it. Uh, they just really into nudity. They're called the, um, but without being nude at all. Really. Yeah. I mean, it's as close to nudity as you can get. And their leotards are so thin. <laughs> you can see every, every bulge, every curve, every vein. You know what I mean? It's just tight. They're called the um, the good guy crew. <laughs> Wait, that team that wears that is called, yeah, the, good they're called guy the good guy crew. crew. Yeah, is it all dudes? Yeah, of course it would. Be. I mean, there's not gonna be you know, <laughs> you know, women have respect for themselves. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the good guy crew, they're not very good, uh, but you know, they're okay. They're crew. The, yeah, you see like a bunch of other crews there, and uh, you guys, the uh, the brains of Babylon, your first day. You guys just kind of like really, you crush it. You and the three other people, you guys just click, you know, you're quick with your answers. You're all right on everything. You guys do a great job. You have the highest uh, percentage votes or the highest percentage correct in the entire tournament so far. Am I carrying my weight? You're more team? than carrying your weight. You're up for newcomer of the year. What? The Phil Filbertson Award. <laughs> Phil Filbertson? Yeah, Phil Filbertson was famed. Uh, he was like, nom he was like, when he was coming up through the small circuits, he was all like you. He didn't miss a single question for like matches on end. Everybody thought he was on a fucking trivia rocket ship to the trivia moon, right? And he gets up into the big leagues. He crushes it his first year. He's newcomer of the year, and then he uh, he dies in the offseason, and he's just like the greatest loss in the history of, of Texas uh, trivia. So they uh, named the award after him. Uh, he fell off of a cliff. He was walking. like You've seen those videos of those goats who just like hop along a cliff? Yeah, he was like amazing. he was on acid, and he was like, "I think I'm that goat," and he did it, and he obviously wasn't. He fell 800 feet to his death, and almost immediately. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, yeah. he took like one hop out there, and people were like, "What are you?" And he just fell. And he said, as he was falling, he yells, "Donate my brain to science!" And then he just hit the rocks. So, and there was no choice. Yeah, there was no. There was also no brain. It was just gone. Yeah. So, what a waste. 
So your first day, you guys just crush it, right? You're doing great. People are, you're the buzz at the George Dome. And you're sitting there by yourself, eating a sandwich, kind of waiting on, on your break. You're still kind of a loner. You haven't really like clicked with all your crew yet. What kind of sandwich would you eat? Um, How's their tuna? It's excellent. You get a tuna sandwich? Yeah. It's got like lettuce, tomato. Shredded lettuce. Like iceberg lettuce? But like the full, would you want it shredded? I think I would want it shredded. You look at it and it's the full leaf. And the lady who's like behind the counter, she goes, are you one that shredded? And you're like, you're like, yeah. She goes, man, I'm the same way. And she opens up her apron and she reaches inside and pulls out a handful of crisp, cold iceberg lettuce. And she drops it perfectly into two separate triangles. It lands perfectly on your sandwich top. And it's just, it just, she's like, oh, that's a pretty good shot. <laughs> and then she turns around, and you never see her again. Oh, man. So you're sitting there, you're eating this, this sandwich, lettuce, tomato. You got a uh, chips and a drink, just like a plate with a bunch of shit on it, you know? Mm. And you go to eat the sandwich. And the moment that your teeth break through the crust of the bread, you hear, hey, Rob. Oh, oh no. <laughs> Hey, Rob. Who's talking to me? You look down at the sandwich. You don't see any. I mean, just just your sandwich. What would you do? I would. I would. And I would not go through with that bite. I'd pull the sandwich back mm-hmm. and examine it and see you're what's like, going on. You're like looking at it, and you lift the sandwich up. Like the you're like looking through the layers, and you see like the tuna, and then the tomato, and the shredded lettuce, and there's some pickles on the bottom. Mm-hmm. And when you look at one of the, it's like a pickle chip. Yeah. You know. It's uh, where the seeds are, are little eyes. And then underneath it, there's like a big red cartoon mouth. And at the top, tip, tip, top of that pickle chip, there's just a thick jet black pompadour. <laughs> of this pickle chip? Of this pickle chip. And he goes, Rob, it's me, Bill the Dill. <laughs> oh. And I'm here to help you out of your pickle. Uh, okay. Uh, I would take him off the sandwich. You take I, uh, him off the sandwich? First, first you, I'd say. He uh, says, be gentle hi, with me. Hi, Bill. Can I take you off the sandwich? Yeah, he goes, I consent. And when you when you, can, when okay. you look back, <laughs> okay, you kind of like look away for a second. You look back and he's not only like got this <laughs> thick jet black pompadour, but his eyes are like big, like seeds. You know, they're just big, like almost googly eyes. Mm. And he's wearing like a leather jacket. And you see the arms move, but there's nothing inside of them. So he goes, yeah, take me off. <laughs> All right. And I, you grab him by the leather jacket. It's the softest leather <laughs> you felt in your whole fucking life, dude. Okay. If, you, if they made a couch out of this stuff, you'd never leave home. It's that soft. As I pick it up and I feel how soft it is, yeah. I take extra care because I go, oh, I like it. It takes me back for a second. He goes, yeah, I skinned it myself. Uh, I like I like that less, but okay. Uh, I I I feel like I'm pretty hungry. He goes, you can eat the sandwich. I I just want to help you out of your pickle. I'd still eat the sandwich. I'd say, Bill, I hope you don't mind. I'm taking a bite of the sandwich, and I would take a bite, and uh, and then be like, so which uh, what pickle is it that you feel like I'm in? As soon as you ask that question, the doors to the cafeteria burst open. And the man who's like running the uh, the the tournament, his name is Franklin Swimmer. 
Franklin Swimmer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he runs in and he goes, guys, there's been a murder. And then he looked down at Bill and he goes, that's your pickle. Oh, no. Does that mean uh, that doesn't mean that uh, Bill is in on it at all, right? No. Bill goes on to tell you that he's part of a, he's part of a thing called the Pickle Clan. The Pickle Clan is an intelligence network. Anywhere where there's a pickle, that's part of the Pickle Clan. They okay. see everything. They hear everything. And they communicate through like a neural network. And they're here to pass this information along to you. He says, Rob, I know how much it would mean for you to win this tournament, buddy. He goes, it would validate you. You'd have a big wad of money in the bank, and you could finally go out to all those fancy restaurants you got them gift cards for. He goes, and I just need your help with one little thing. What's what's the thing that you need help with? Though? He goes on to tell you that he needs you to uh, take care of the lightning round killer. The lightning round killer. This is the third disappearance of a trivia member at this particular event over the last three years. The lightning round killer has been stalking big circuit trivia players for a long time. Has some and somebody's been killed just now? Just now this year. It seems like they should have been on this. Bill, I mean, for the lightning round, perhaps. I mean, that's. I mean, the lightning round killer. I can't say if they killed during the lightning round uh, or not. But Bill goes on to tell you that they finally tracked the killer down. They finally tracked him down. They know where he is, and he says, "If you help me with this, he'll help you win this championship. It'll validate you. Right. You'll win twenty five thousand dollars cash." You want a lifetime supply of peaches? Do I want that? I don't do you. Yeah, I guess I would. How it works like is that. anytime you want a peach, they give you like a like a key fob, like for your car. You hit a button, and then a man comes up, knocks on the door. He's wearing like later hosen, and he goes, "Peach, sir." And he drops a fresh, warm Georgia sun kissed peach right in your palm. And it's good to go. It's ripe right Ready away. Ready to go. Oh, you got to eat it over a fucking sink, brother. I you know be, what I mean? It's I that good of a peach. I eating that every damn day. Yeah. The peach is one of my favorite fruits. He goes, I know. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. goes, I've seen you eat a peach. I've been to your picnics. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bill. Uh, so would you do it? Would you kill the lightning round killer? I mean... I feel like I'd be doing everybody a service to go after the lightning round killer. I mean, it seems like he's not a I, good guy. Why? I don't understand why necessarily it's on me. Is this? It's he just feels like you're a chosen one. Okay. You know, I like someone that believes in me. I've always found that appealing yeah. in other people. So, so would you do it? Uh, if I do it, I get I win. Yeah, the he'll help you win the tournament. You win $25,000 and the respect of your family and loved ones. I, all, all it costs is the life. And But the life that it'd be taking would be the lightning round killer's yeah. life. So I mean, yeah. that's kind of an asshole. Yeah. yeah. Would you do it? I would go after the lightning round killer mm-hmm. without 
feeling like I'm obligated because I would not take any deal. I want to win okay. this trivia thing fair and square. Okay. I don't think Roberson, Paul Roberson. What's that? Paul Roberson, Paul Robertson. I don't Paul, know who you're referring to. Uh, the man that died off a cliff. Uh, oh, the, the go, rookie of the year. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul, that gentleman. That man. Uh, I don't think he would take a deal like this. Yeah. If I'm the new shining star, uh-huh. I don't want to take a deal like so this. You would tell, but I'll help you, You Bill. tell Bill the deal no? I'll tell you no, I won't take the deal, but I will go after this killer. I'll help with trying to find this killer, but I'm not taking your deal. He says, Rob, I really, I really need you to do it, Rob. I need your help, buddy. Well, I'm telling you, that smile gets even wider and it extends outside of his pickle frame. I don't want to owe you. I don't want to, I don't want to owe this pickle anything. I don't want to owe this pickle anything. I feel like, I feel like it'd be tough to escape pickles for the rest of my life. I'm going to lead a lifestyle that I, you know, am accustomed to. I'm a, I'm a pickleman. Yeah. <laughs> and so I want to have pickles in my life. And I don't want to, but I don't want to fear them and owe them anything. This feels like a mafioso type thing. He goes, there's no, if you decide not to do it, no big deal. We could just really use your help here. <sighs> Jesus Christ, this pickle. He goes, if uh, you don't want to do it, just say no. All right. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, Bill. He goes, okay. Have a good lunch, buddy. And then you see that all of his features just sort of fade off of him. Oh. And he's just a little pickle chip again. Oh, Jesus. You but finish your lunch. You uh, you end up finishing the, the tournament, right? Mm-hmm. You guys, uh, you take fourth place, what? which is probably not as good as you wanted, you know, we were uh, considering the top three places actually pay out. You wind up getting home. You... uh. Or rather, you, you leave like the tournament because you're still in Georgia, and you're like uh, getting back to your hotel room, and you walk into your hotel room, dejected. You throw like your swag bag onto the floor, Oof. you know, just a bunch of pens. It's all pens. It's a trivia thing. It's all pens, you know. <sighs> so you throw your bag of pens on the floor. You lay down on the bed, and then you hear, "You were so close." And you see a bag just get thrown over your face. And then uh, you're you're beaten to death in a hotel room with all the things in the hotel, like a TV and a lamp, uh, the telephone. And every time you get struck with an object, he just goes, buzz in. And he strikes your head. He goes, buzz. And then he strikes your head. And he just like beats you to a fucking pulp. Wait, but- and the, light, the lightning round killer murders you in your hotel room. But if, but if I was going to help, I still would have gone back to my apartment. And but, gotten, but you didn't. You didn't really help. You were you were in Georgia. And you didn't really help build a deal. So he just fucking beats you to death in your hotel room. And it's one of those hotel rooms that has like a door in the middle that joins the next room. Oh, no. And you just hear through the crack. You hear her go, "Hey, Rob, is that you, buddy?" Oh. And then uh, you hear the guy next to you go, oh, man, room service was great. And then he farts, and then you die. (laughs) (laughs) It's the wettest fart you ever heard. And it's the last sound that you hear before the blood leaves your body. (laughs) You fucking die. But the pens the pens rolled underneath the door at such a perfect (laughs) angle that they it was like a jam, and it got stuck, (laughs) and they couldn't get your door open. So they just left your body in there and it just like bloated and rotted. And then eventually they tore the hotel down, but your corpse was never recovered. 
Do they name do they name any awards after me or anything? Fuck no. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, no. No. You came in fourth place. The only thing that you the legacy you leave is fourth place Rob. That's what people know you as for the rest of your oh. your the rest of the time that you your memory is in existence. You're known as fourth place Rob. Just a guy who never fucking lived up to his potential. Oh, Jesus. And your soul feels it. And my soul feels it? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Yeah. It weighs on your soul until your memory's forgotten, and then you just blink out of existence. That's it. Thanks. 